Welcome to the K-Pop Cast. I'm your K-Pop DJ, DJ Peter Lowe, and I'm joined by our new permanent member, Ariana. Welcome, Ariana. Hey, so glad to be back and really glad to be talking about somebody other than BTS. Yes, so yes, really yes. excited about this. Well, welcome aboard, Ariana. <laughs> Thanks, I'm so excited. Um, today we're going to be looking through the eyes of GOT7's new release, Look. Letting you know if these songs are Taebak. Or not. But before we dive into that, let's get our hit replays. Hit replays are songs we recommend you play on repeat or replay for the week. So Ariana, tell me. What's making you hit replay? This week for me, it's all about haze. Haze, haze? I've never known how to say it, but I I was in the same boat last week. (laughs) She is just wonderful. I love everything she releases, but this time I'm just absolutely obsessed with Mian Hei. It's a really amazing song. Mm -hmm. I feel like she does this like really cool thing of hitting this like really simple musical bo- like backing yeah. but she is able to do something really beautiful and unique with her voice in it mm-hmm. and I thought that like not only was her voice featured well but like the actual rapping was just incredible mm-hmm. um, on top of that I really like the lyrics which is basically like that part of, a, of an argument that you hear a couple have where like the girl's like I'm sorry for even having emotions right. um, so I thought that was a really cool like version of the song that was coming like from Hayes on that and yeah. I just think on top of all of that you have the, like one of the coolest videos I've ever seen oh which my is God, also yes. my worst fear no it was such a <laughs> provocative <laughs> music video I am like so with you on this because like this was when I saw you put this in I was like dang it like <laughs> she took my hair yeah. away <laughs> It's one of those things that, like, I want to listen to the song, but anytime I hear the song, I want to see the video, too. Yes. But also because it's one of my deepest fears, which is a robot coming to its, like, own, like, realization of its creation and self-awareness. It was just really cool, and I'm really all in on it. Oh man! So maybe you've been to the internet, um, but in case I have, you, I have been there. Yeah. So yeah. So maybe you've seen it, right? Because you've, you've been you've been to the internet. Maybe you've seen cats <laughs> online, right? Um, <laughs> but if you haven't been to the internet yet, there's uh, this group called Sleb Five. It's basically all these comedians, and they did their cover of the song "I Want" or "I Wanna Be a Sleb," and like. <laughs> If you see this, it's impossible to be disappointed by the song and the concept. Once I saw this performed by the Japanese TDC uh, dance crew, like I had no idea how much I could learn to love like late '80s like women's office attire. Like, <laughs> it, I, I really can't say too much. You you just have to watch it. We'll link the performance version. And it's also a great song, so there, there's that too. And the comedians covering it did a great job, but just watch the dance cover version. The choreo is amazing. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Well, moving on, we're going to hit our Arte Bacchanot for Got Seven's look. So I, I guess we could start with the video. Yeah. I felt in general the concept was pretty simple. Mm -hmm. I I mean, it didn't seem like too complicated. There wasn't like, I, I know it's got seven, so there's probably something underneath it that right. I might not be getting, but it doesn't seem like as complicated as I would say the flight log. Yeah. It doesn't seem yeah. as deep as that. Yeah. Um, it, it seems self-contained, right? Like flight log yeah. was a trilogy. This is like, okay, it's its own standalone Piece. Yeah, it was interesting because with their last release, Teenager, they didn't even release a video. They just did a performance video. Mm -hmm. And I felt like you could have done that with this song. But I also kind of really like this video, too, because the simplicity of it seems somehow to lend itself a little bit better to the song. And I also just think it like lends itself to how awesome the choreo is. Yeah. But uh, just going into the concept, what are some of your thoughts on it? Well... One thing that like was apparent right away, the song is called Look. So mm -hmm. who is looking at whom? And I, I think we're meant to take it as it's the I Got Sevens looking at the favorite boys. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, the, the framing right from the beginning is two eyelids opening, right? So you have mm -hmm. the horizontal black lines opening, like much like eyelids that you're looking mm -hmm. into them. Yeah, and I think, you know, it goes deep into the lyrics of like, I, you know, you, you look at me, I look at you, look in your eyes. It's, it's very much about like this like relationship and I like the relationship with their fans in a way. Mm -hmm. I also think that with all of the different locations the guys were in, you know, they're about to go on this huge world tour. Yep. So it could be just particularly to their Korean fans. But in general, I think what they're saying is we're about to be away for some time, but like we're completely here for you. We're always going to be here. We're always going to be coming back. And I think that's a really nice message, especially for the fact that they're about to go away for a while. Yeah. I mean, they're coming out here, so we get to see them here, but they're going to be away from other fans when they're out here, you know? they. But they're always, like, there in their hearts. If you just look at them, they're there, yeah, I, you know? It's funny. I'm not a hardcore, solidcore, I Got 7 fan, mm -hmm. but I feel like this song and music video is designed to be, like, just for the fans, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. it, it's meeting all those tropes that I got sevens can can recognize and relate to. Exactly. I also just feel like this was like 100% about the visuals and mm -hmm. like fan service. Like this is, it was all about, you know, like I said, you literally could just make this a performance video, except for the fact that there's just like this amazing visual component mm -hmm. of having like each boy have their own scene with a yeah. green screen and then having like these like beautiful lingering close-ups on their face. I think Young Jay has like a like less saturated color palette, but like all the boys have this like beautiful color palette behind them other than him. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I have to say this, I was really upset when I saw JB had a mullet, but somehow he really, <laughs> really pulls it off. It's like, I can't handle the K-pop mullet, but he somehow looks great with it and it makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I was I was gonna ask you about that, Ariana, because like for me as a dude, like I wasn't feeling it. I was like, what? 
what is going on? Like, what? what is, like, JYP thinking? Papa JYP thinking, like, making his boys, one of his boys wear a mullet. Yeah. Okay, so I have a lot of feelings, because, like, I was so mad when G- GD had his mullet. I was like, uh-huh. you... It just, like, felt like it was trying too hard, and he was just trying to be cool. And then, like, I think uh, Woozy had a mullet for a little while from 17, and I was like, eh, it's just, like, doesn't really fit. I, and I'm just like, it's a mullet. We have, like, connotations in the U.S. about what mullets are. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not cool. It's not something that's going to trend here. And if it does, like, I would be very upset. But it, somehow... It'd be trending for the wrong reasons. Yeah, here. I'd be trending for the completely wrong reasons here. But, like, somehow, I don't know what it is about JB. Like, maybe it's the right face shape. He also just doesn't care like I think it's just like one of those things that he just like it's not a big deal and so for some reason I'm just like he looks beautiful either way I guess I'm okay with this (laughs) yeah I I think maybe it's just you know high fashion right to have the the mullet there I guess it's like it's similar to the mullet that GD had and I think with JD, as much as I love him, it just seems like he like he does it for the fashion. Where J, uh, like I feel like JB is just kind of like, yeah, it's whatever. I'm doing a mullet right now. <laughs> I just decided I do just to be different. I when I saw the picture, I was like, no. And then I saw the video, and I was like, I don't hate it so much. <laughs> I did tell my boyfriend he is not allowed to have a mullet. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. There you go. Yeah, that, that's yeah. not an unreasonable request. Not allowed. Yeah. 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 Right. So Ariana, as you were mentioning earlier, like what these boys are the center of attention so our favorite k-pop music video theorist k-pop junkie of course called out that for him and his theory that got seven are the light throughout this music video we see all these interior shots as if you're looking at like a crowded mind right so you've got a dark environment it's cluttered it's decaying uh, maybe it's crowded with too many people like a very busy mind but then the lyrics call for attention to the boys like the boys are saying hey pay attention to me and you see them come through with a very literal spotlight Mm -hmm. and everything sort of goes away and you see nothing but the boys they're asking for your undivided attention and then at the end of music video it sort of goes into the reverse effect what happens when you forget about them right and then they sort of go into the background but i thought that was an interesting concept and an interesting way to to illustrate that idea yeah i thought it when you see at the end um, the last close-ups where you see I think some of the Du Bois do this really interesting thing where they seem like they're smiling and they go into this very serious space. It's mm-hmm really interesting of this like idea of like fading away yeah i thought that was really cool i was trying to figure out what that could really mean so i i'm glad k-pop junkie was able to help with that and throughout throughout the music video i was looking for it because i know like okay this is a got seven music video somewhere there's got to be a parakeet like that little blue (laughs) bird i was like where is it where is it i even like i almost went back through it again because like i didn't see it and then like it came at the very end I'm like, yeah oh, okay yeah. okay got it i can you know sleep easy at night it, it had to be somewhere it. and what we were saying earlier ariana like this is a song for the i got sevens you know mm-hmm. and the message is calling for that attention just for the boys and i'm sure all the fangirls are related to that and they got the parakeet like recognizing like hey this is for you yeah exactly i well i said like for me it's kind of like an ode to the fans it's this idea of like 
we are always here for you and we love you as much as you love us. Yeah. You know, this, this idea of that for, you know, a lot of it you see, like no matter how bright it is or how dark it is, God seven is going to be there for their fans, you know? And they, yeah. and they say it and they say it in the lyrics, like I'm ready to go to war with what's bothering you is literally one of the lyrics that I think Jackson has, you know, if you're afraid, look at me, you know, this idea that we're, if we're here for you in the dark and the light. And then this, you know, the idea of like, we really do love you as much as you love us. That's, I think that's a really beautiful concept. And it's like, no matter what's going on around them in the video, they're focused on their fans looking at them, you know? Yeah. Like, look, I'm looking at you and you're looking at me. And I think that's really kind of an interesting thing. Like, you know, obviously it's two-dimensional. It's going both ways. Yeah. Yeah. We're here for you as much as you were here for us. And that's a big thing for a band to say to their fans, you know? It's a really big thing. It's an interesting way to show that. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, you know, a lot of people can just say like, oh, yeah, I appreciate my fans and can't do anything without you guys. Right. But this is another way just to show that. Well, it's also framed like a love song. You could take this and give this to your significant other and say the same thing. Mm -hmm. But they're saying it to their fans. And you can see that through the video that it's for the fans. It's not for a girl, like a random girl. It's for their fans. Yeah. I I feel like this is kind of a model. (laughs) Like, yeah. that, you know, other K-pop bands should look to. It's like, you want to mobilize or get your fan base really excited in, like, this K-pop idol paradigm? Like, this is yeah. how you do it. I think bands are starting to do, like, the fan songs a lot more often, which I really enjoy. Uh-huh. I like a good fan song. I like a good song dedicated to the people who are there for them all the time. And I think those songs do so well in the concerts. You know, every time you go to a show... Those are the songs that like people know all the lyrics to. Yeah. So I think this is a really smart choice for them to also, you know, I was surprised that this was this is the song I chose to, like make a video for, but at the same time it makes the most sense for what it's saying. When it came to like the overall like visuals and look of, of the music video, I kind of felt just a little let down. It, to me it seemed a little too similar to previous stuff that we saw from GOT7 mm-hmm. and maybe if you like that that aesthetic it works right we've seen this from like Never Ever we've seen it from like You Are um, this sort of like very unique fluorescent look and a lot of these interior shots I feel like we see a lot from GOT7 I don't know it, it misses out on some of the fantasy that we get so much in K-pop but especially from mm-hmm. label mates twice because when you look at twice music videos I feel like that is such a colorful scenario. It's such a colorful dream. And this, I don't know, it, it's it's just maybe maybe because it's just a guy group, but it feels just a little sharper and, and edgy and texture and visual look that I feel like would do Got 7 well to go with more of that fantasy and dreamlike approach that we see from Twice. I Yeah, and I don't think we've gotten that for a while with them. They've gone... I mean, part of part of it was the flight trilogy. Yeah, I, yeah. There's definitely that, right? They had to maintain that look for yeah. the flight like trilogy, but like, yeah, yeah, the closest we saw to it was just right. Yeah. Right, and that was definitely a fantasy, and that was something I love. That very video. memorable because of it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, that's another. And we haven't seen that since. Yeah, that's another one where I hear the song and I want to see the video because the video is just—it's iconic. It's an iconic video for them, and I think. They're kind of... I, I loved the Flight Trilogy, but I don't right. know if it is something I will remember five, ten years from now. You know, yeah. I don't... I might remember yeah. the songs, but I don't know if I'll really remember the videos. Uh-huh. I don't I don't even think I really remember most of the videos. I do remember Fly a little bit just because of the outfits. Yeah. There's something... It's... I, 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 want, I don't know what it is. It's because Twice really does nail 
the, their their concepts really well and their colorfulness very well. You know, I I would love to it's see it pop back. Like you're in. stepping into a cartoon. Yeah, you know, it's it's not quite real that way. Yeah, I wonder if it's a little bit about the movement of boy groups in general, um, because you are be. in general boy groups are not as colorful right now. Right. You have right. the occasional pop up of that, but. I wonder if that is a trend that we're moving away from. We'll occasionally have like, you know, Shiny had like their early 90s comeback, you know, with one plus one. Right. You know, you'll have it pop up occasionally You have BTS DNA. You'll have even with Big Bang's last comeback, you have somewhat of a color, like a saturation and a colorfulness. But I wouldn't say there's a lot of fantasy involved anymore on the boys section. You'll it's 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 a lot more rare. And even if it's there it does have like it's supposed to have a message you know right. or i think the girls are given a little bit more like they can they can just have fun yeah yeah it can just be egg yeah guys you gotta have something more than that yeah oh, what if that's, that's a, what if that's a trend that we're gonna keep seeing or if we'll go back Do the choreo? Yeah. yeah. I love the choreo so much. Yes. I think that in general, I I don't know, I'm always surprised at how much I love GOT7's choreo because I typically almost always do. But there is really something special, I feel, about like certain choreo that they do. And I feel like this is one of them. Yes. It's really interesting. I I thought it was interesting about how at the beginning they play with like sectionals. Like it's not all seven of them dancing together at once in the first section of the song. It's like highlighting different pieces where they're like dancing. You know, there's like maybe a group of four, maybe a group of three, maybe a group of five dancing together. And then they come together like for the chorus, Mm -hmm. you know? And I like, I really like that movement that they have um, in the chorus with the, they like do like the finger wave into the triangle Right. Um, the triangle is such like a big deal for them in general. So I thought that was really cool of like going in from from a wave into the into the movement that they're kind of well known for, you know? Yeah. And doing that, just that like finger motion, like to make it like fluid and good and not just like goofy and and small and self-contained yeah. and cheesy, I think is really difficult. So like in terms of execution, yeah. they did that really well. And they did it several times and I never was like annoyed with it. <laughs> Right. It yeah, looks cool and, every time. Yeah. And that's not, you know, to be under said, right? I mm-hmm. would say the same thing about their footwork. Yeah. Right. So it's funny because that, that pointing motion, like that, that triangle point, pointing motion that you'll do with like one leg, mm-hmm. we used to do that all the freaking time. And it's like so many Latin ballroom moves, mm-hmm. and like especially in salsa too. Like you, you do that all the time. But it looks so good with these guys here. Like fundamentally, that's not a difficult move, but to do it in a way that's captivating and looks good as a group as a whole, I think is very difficult. Yeah. And that's where they nail it here. Yeah. I also would probably say that another like fan service moment, but also like one of the coolest parts is the Jin Young and Young Jay breakdown during yeah. the bridge. Yeah. One, it's just so 
fascinating what they're doing of this like connecting and breaking apart and connecting but i like as a fan i'm sitting there going like just touch each other just touch each other like you're you're (laughs) supposed to connect right now like just connect like and then it's just it would like it paid off you know like when is it gonna Uh happen even when they it's amazing to say like when you see him in the performances on the shows there's two people and they somehow fill that stage so well with the movement you know, it's really cool. I mean, in the they also have the boys sitting around them while they do it, but it's really, you know, they can really fill that space with just that breakdown. Right. You know, Ariana, I don't know if you did you catch the Adidas version of the. Oh, of the that choreo? was my favorite version. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, to be honest, I'm the not camera a, was amazing. Yeah, that's right. Like, I I may not be a fan of their outfits, but in terms of how it was presented, like it was probably the best take. And mm-hmm. on that camera, it was like. Almost, you know, another member of the band, right? Another member of the group. Because the way that camera, it was like, it was a choreographed dance member. The way it zoomed in and out and as it pans, they were like right in with the pulse of the beat. It was like, mm-hmm. that's another part of the choreography, just how the camera came in and captured it. Yeah, I w- I'm not actually on the other side. I wanted all of their outfits. I pretty much oh. <laughs> want to live in those outfits. Got it. But yeah, I definitely, I think that the the camera work and also just they they didn't i mean you rarely see the camera become such an important part of a performance video a lot of times it's like far away and i'm really enjoying that they're moving away from that and making it really Uh engaging you know yeah where it could be its own video and then of course having like it be full adidas outfits just was like such a throwback (laughs) you know i feel like this whole trend of having like the camera more involved for these like dance practice versions it's becoming an increasingly more serious ordeal like because mm-hmm. it used to be like okay you just have like a camera up in the, the, top in of the practice studio. room yeah right and you just kind of see them rehearse it and they, they do a great job right mm-hmm. but having it like weave in and out i think it was like around 2014 when we were starting to see these but now it's becoming more the bar mm-hmm. more the baseline from what we expect from our k-pop yeah. groups well it's interesting because i think that there have been some videos that have been released that like they're not even called performance videos, but the whole video is choreography. I think, you know, BTS's Save Me is a really good example where mm-hmm. it is 100% about the choreography and the song. And I think it's cool that you're also seeing the trend of like, oh, here's our video, but oh, here's our really awesome, intense, focused, really well camera worked performance video. I think it's a good trend to have. I, I also think it gives people more views. Yeah, I think that it'll yeah. take off more in the US because I think that we're kind of itching for like a good choreo right now. Yeah, we're la- we're certainly lacking in that, yeah. I think. Yeah. We don't we don't have a lot Western of media. Yeah, we don't have a lot of like I would say like Beyoncé, but then you don't have a huge amount of bands that are doing full-blown right. choreo right now. Yeah, and and at least for, you know, for the sake of K-pop and for this instance in Got 7 in particular, it, it's another essential part of telling the story mm-hmm. you know it, it's maybe it's not the whole story sometimes it can be but it's like just another lens it's another frame that you can look at it and and, and digest you know the the, the the k-pop content yeah, yeah exactly with this choreo i i also just want to say like at the end just the way they do their quick like signature move like that i thought was also very iconic and mm-hmm. on the whole i just want to say that probably right up there with fly and if you mm-hmm. do for like being the most memorable songs um, for the dance for Got Seven. Yeah, for me, it, it, my my favorite is probably Just Right, um, mm. and that that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, those are those like 
this was one of those ones where I was like, oh, I, I actually think I would, I could remember these moves as much as I remember Just Right. The other songs, like, you might remember a piece here and there, but I, I will remember this choreo for a long time. Every time it comes on, I'll think about it. you think of the song itself the the audio um i will say the first time i heard it it was way too many elements for me yeah i felt like it was three different songs there was like a, Mm. a dance heavy aspect there was like a retro disco funk kind of thing going on and then there was like this weird hip hop beat that would drop in for bridges you know i will say it did grow on me the more i listened to it it's definitely something that I enjoy a little bit more. I, I think it's also in general for GOT7, it's definitely a dance heavy song. Yes, for them. Yeah, yeah. for them, they don't they don't typically go so they'll have really awesome choreo, but like not have such a dance heavy song. But I thought one of my favorite things is what they did with the rap line. I thought the rap line was really interesting in this song and had very unique sounds to them mm. that we don't normally hear. I specifically Mark, who has kind of always been like one of my favorites, but in this song, I just thought he, what they did with his sound was really interesting. Yeah, same thing that we saw from, I guess, a lot of the visuals itself that is uniquely known for GOT7. Yeah. Same thing that we're getting with the audio. There is a lot of sounds that I'm pretty sure no other group would use mm-hmm. in K-pop. Like, if I listened to this, like, and I didn't know who produced it, I would be able to tell you right away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a GOT7 track. I think JB, like... JB is the one who wrote this song, so that makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that probably explains a lot. Apparently, I looked through, this is the only one I could get, like, who wrote what, and this, he okay. wrote this song. Okay, that, yes, that, it becomes clear now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I thought that's always a bad thing, but... To me, I think just the the random, it's not random. We've heard this for a while from, now from GOT7, but the assortment of samples and instruments used distinctly GOT7, but in this case, to me, it sounded just a little dissonant, yeah. like unintentionally dissonant. Yeah, it just wasn't, it was, it seemed slightly overproduced for me. It was like, oh, let's add in this element and then let's switch this up here and add in this element. and. I thought that there's been there's been a few songs recently that have been released that have been kind of like on my end like a little it might be a good song but a little bit overproduced and I I do think that I I like this one a little bit better than a lot of the ones that have been released but particularly I think this I think that I I don't know if it really has like it has a place on the album because this album kind of has a similar style to it but I don't I don't necessarily know if I would put it in like my favorite of the GOT7 discography. Yeah.
Well, I guess it's about time. Are we ready to give our final scores? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. <laughs> okay, so for the concept, one being the lowest and five being the highest, how would you rate it? All right, so for the concept, I think I would mm -hmm. give it a 3.5. It, it was good. Um, I like the message that they're trying to tell. But again, mm -hmm. I, I'm missing the fantasy, like that dreamlike state, the stuff that conveys the essence of k-pop like again like it, that's what just right did so well because it yeah. was you'll remember it for that reason but this one like i'm going to forget about it with everything else in the god seven flight like trilogy and the flight like trilogy was great but mm -hmm. in this case i'm gonna kind of forget it Ooh, for me um i'm probably going to give it slightly lower um mostly because i don't necessarily think the video was super great i'm gonna go with a 3.3 i think it's a nice concept i do think it's like it's a really good idea what they did to pick the fan service song uh there's a lot of pieces of it that are smart but do i think like it's the best fan service song now mm. i think that there's better ones okay. um <laughs> and i think that also just like the video is kind of boring for it but i do really like looking at them so <laughs> it gave me that okay. um, and i even i would have i would have put it as a three but the choreo really brought it up for oh, me yes. that choreo was just so fantastic and yes. i think that's if i remember this for anything i'll remember it for the choreo yep Moving on to the audio, how would you rate it? One to five. Ooh, I'm going to have to knock this down a little bit. Um, I'd probably give it like a 2.9. Um, yep. Yeah, that's like, I I do think the song has grown on me a bit. I might bump it up to a three point something in the next week or so. Nah, if nah, it pops nah, up nah, and nah, 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 Probably nah. not, though. Yeah, yeah. No, just, <laughs> yeah. just be real. Like, it's like, like it's... <sighs> It just like doesn't it. It's not something that's gonna stick with me. I probably like the, if this song were to come up on my playlist, I'd be like, pause. I want to go watch Just Right right now. Like that's probably what it's gonna yes, be. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and Just Right. Man, I, I I hate that we keep bringing that up, but at the same time, that's it's their bop, <laughs> right? But it, you know, it reflects a different direction the band could have taken, right? Yeah, that's unique to them. That is unique for K-pop. Um, yeah. And this current concept that they've been going with, I feel like they've just been going with it for just a little too long. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, What's and, your and, score? Yeah, 2.9 for me as well. So I, oh, I'm right awesome. there with you. Yeah, like it, it, it executes, it, it delivers. Um, mm -hmm. It is satisfactory, it's adequate, but it's forgettable. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. I'm I, Again, like I hope that I remember it for the choreo because that... That choreo is just so good. Right. But yeah, the audio is like not going to stick with me. <laughs> nope. All right, Ariana, with all that has been said, on the whole, is this song Tabak or not? not? Uh, it's just on the line for me. <laughs> I would yeah, say Tabak one I would say Tabak for the choreography. Yeah, like same same thing for me, Tabak for the choreography. <laughs> like, like yeah. if you had to flip a coin, like you know, between like Tabak and not Tabak, like it fell on its side, like it like right on the middle, be like between two surfaces of the coin, and then it falls on the Tabak side. It's like okay, yeah, yeah. you just barely made it. You so. just barely made it, but you made it. Right. <laughs> no money, no car, no Rolex. I got you and you got me and we got us. I got you and you got me and we got us. 
Leading into this episode for this week, we had a Twitter chat on Twitter, which always happens every Tuesday at noon at hashtag K-pop chat, led by our co-host, contributor, Supermatic. And uh, we had some notable tweets from that K-pop chat. Yeah, we had um, Nora, who is at TV and stuff. Uh, she also, I think, was kind of on our page a little bit. She said, it's okay. They've had better albums. Love one and only the most. Got Seven has a rap line problem. Uh, 70% of the time, the rap line feels out of place. And with Look, it got worse, I feel. And she said, I'd say not Daybox. So I guess she's a little bit different than us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we also had another tweet from Twitter user Eyes on Mork T, who tweeted, Definitely Taybok. It's an album the members were all satisfied, maybe all satisfied with. The title, Look, was composed by Got Seven's leader JB. This has a different feel because the diversity is their strength for sure. And I think that goes with what yeah. you were referencing earlier, yeah. Ariana. Like, you know, each member gets a moment to shine. And, and that carries through. And lastly, we had uh, at Sam Agase. 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 <laughs> he says, I love Look. Got Seven's track. Have musically and ly- lyrically gotten better as they've more creative control. Eyes on You is great because it's a mix of two of my favorite albums of 2017, Seven for Seven and Verse Two. And I think that is true. I would probably say lyrically for me, it's definitely gotten better. They've gotten really interesting lyrics. I do think that I would say um, the JJ Project is my favorite part of their whole breakdown. So, and I think it's yeah, because JB, like yeah, JB yeah. and Jin Young, write some really good music, and I like that they're taking over a little bit. Uh, yeah, JJ Project. Oh man, yeah, JJ <laughs> Project. So good. We all love JJ Project. Yes. <laughs> Oh, and uh, signing off, uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Yes, listen to K-pop casts when you're on the go, when you're cooking, doing laundry, cleaning. Best time to do it. Yes, that's right. Um, So signing off, Ariana, whose quote-unquote look (laughs) did you like the most in the music video? Oh, I I hate to say it, I really love my JB's look. Um, he just, it's not even just about the fact that he's got the mullet. It's just the scenery behind him was like so perfect. I loved it so much. Um, and you can reach me at, uh, on Twitter at Ariana underscore Y underscore con. What about you, Pilo? It's probably the most pedestrian look, but I think Park Jin Young, um, himself looks really good in, in this and you know, it's no frills, but <laughs> just the right look. <laughs> this is coming he from a straight nice. guy. I don't <laughs> Yeah, but I, I yeah, I, I, I think uh maybe I was chanting him all through the flight log trilogy. He came back with that JJ project. <laughs> but yes, he, he carries it. Yes, yeah. yeah. And he and he and he delivers here. And you can follow me at DJ Peterlo on Twitter. Don't forget to tell us your answer to this week's question just by giving us a tweet at the K pop cast. Catch y'all again next week. Each memory gets a moment to shine. And they do that got well. They do that they do that got well. <laughs> they do that really well. <laughs>